We are Wrestling Elitists. I'm your co-host, Alex Gibson, alongside the man with the third strongest lifting numbers on this podcast, Sean Nash. Whoa. Hope, hope you enjoyed your sensitivity training last week. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. That pipsqueak Chris can definitely lift more than me. <laughs> uh, speaking of Chris, um, Chris put out an article this week, uh, or I guess it was last week, detailing how... <laughs> He uh, SummerSlam show got him put in the doghouse uh, because he had asked his uh, his wife if if he could go. Well, we had the mentioned mother of his child, <laughs> the mother of his children, child, uh, and then she kindly reminded him that that is their wedding anniversary. So, <laughs> and it gets worse because oh. then he goes, "Oh, I thought that was in September." So, so it's it's not great. I don't want to spoil the whole no. article. It's one of my favorite articles that's been written on the website. So. Uh, Please make sure you check that out. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling Elitist Podcast, as well as our website, WrestlingElitist.com, for our latest match reviews and articles. Chris also did a review of the, what is it, Battle in the Valley? Battle in the Valley. Valley in the Alley, yeah. Uh, Could be a deli. He's been been pumping out content, uh, some of it which apparently gets into the ears of the wrestlers in AEW. So we'll talk about that in my news of the week. Look out. Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the show as well. Uh, last week I was solo, and uh, it's good to be back with uh, with Sean here. Good to be back, Alex. Me. Good to be back. Oh. Uh, well, today's show will follow the usual format, but Sean, just in case someone's new, why don't you let them know what that is? Yeah, you did a great job last week. Uh, we'll hit you with our news, match, moment, cringe of the weeks, uh, along with what we're looking forward to, and do a little bit of review of... Uh, the big revolution pay-per-view coming up this weekend. Yeah. So typically we we've done some uh, bonus episodes, but the numbers would suggest that the fans don't like to hearing us twice in a week. So that hurts, guys. Um, that hurts. We'll, just, we'll just combine that into this. And also Sean and I were talking for next week's episode. I think we'll probably uh, have it out a little early. It'll probably be out Monday or Tuesday uh, because we'll be just, Typically, that's going to be a, We're talking a pay-per-view a review show anyways. So yeah. I'm talking about a revolution. And so uh, that'll be that'll be something to look forward to. So next week, there will not be a typical Dynamite review episode. It will just be a uh, revolution. Yeah, Sean? Um, we, we, can't, we can't start the show without hitting the big news of the day. We're going to AEW. Screw SummerSlam. Oh, We've done. Yes. We decided AEW. Yes, I think my favorite part about the whole situation, though, is you know, is this whole thing like, do we spend a lot of money on SummerSlam? Do we spend a lot of money on uh, Dynamite? We spent less money on Dynamite tickets than we did last time. The, the uh, market made its decision for us, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, know you Dynamite pricing. Yes, we <laughs> will be literally in the same seats we sat in last time. Uh, I looked at the seats that we sat in for SmackDown. We're one section over and like, I think two rows up. We are we just, literally in the same place, essentially. We just got to start putting stickers there and just leave it there for property of. Yeah. yeah that, Wrestling that, honestly, it's my favorite little spot. So for those of you who are in Detroit, have been to LCA, we're in like a little area where there's only <clears> six, <throat> eight uh, seats. So you can A, get up and not feel like you're making a bunch of people get up. Easy. Especially when we're we're rolling four deep at the show, so we've we've got half the row to ourselves, anyways. A little but bit also private you entrance. Don't have, yes, and then you, yeah, the private entrance. It feels like you're going down to a suite, um, <laughs> and then uh, and then on the way 
uh, you know, just in general, you don't have people getting you up the whole time. So it's kind of a perfect <laughs> little spot. I, uh, I looked at seats. I, I originally put four tickets in my cart for, it was on the ramp, second row, right against the, uh, kind of right against the ramp pretty much. So the four okay. seats right off, right off the ramp. And I didn't look at the price. I was like, surely these aren't going to be that bad. Uh, <laughs> I then hit the, the checkout button and quickly realized that, uh, my cart was valued at $400. You, um, how do, how do you guys like do I it? I was buying, felt like I was buying fucking Springsteen front row or something. That was <laughs> 92. That was, that was oh ridiculous. Uh, so I quickly pivoted and just went with what I know. So we are going to keep our eye out on, uh, the secondary market. Cause I do think it was that dynamic pricing and I don't know who's going to pay that. I've got friends who are going to be at revolution this weekend in San Francisco, bought tickets, uh, off like a stub hub for $400 a piece front row. So it's going to go down. Crazy. It just, yeah. it just matters, uh, timing wise. So either way we'll be in the building. Uh, heard some friends of the show got in the building as well. Love to see. Wish it. that we could have gotten closer, but literally anything on the floor was 600 plus, and uh, I just cannot justify that. I, in my mind, I thought we were going to be paying three to four hundred for for ringside. Yeah. What a reality check! Uh, it really uh, puts it in perspective when you think about those fans that sit in the same front row spots every week, every single week, every every ple blows my mind. It's wild. Uh, but let's move into our other news of the week. Uh, Sean, I'll start with you. I yeah, don't know why I said gonna, that like Chris is here. <laughs> we're not going to get uh, too into uh, political sightings or anything here, but uh, Sony Deville got arrested for uh, having possession of a uh, firearm in the state of New Jersey. She's not properly permitted there. Um, sounds like a, a valet found it in her car when uh, bringing it up to a door. Call the police. Um, weird scenario in the whole situation. We obviously know why she's carrying a, a weapon due to the, the home invasion a couple of years back. Yeah. Um, it, it, it brings up some weird things. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird to travel with, uh, with a weapon or something that, you know, you're not permitted in, in other States, but, uh, it's kind of like a circumstance where you get why she did it because she can't really trust her surroundings when people are going to break into her own home. But, uh, yeah, it's a eh, dicey little situation. I'm sure she'll, it'll kind of resolve itself, but, uh, Better judgment later on in life. Just do it. Yeah, it's rough because obviously laws are laws, especially when it comes to a gun law. Like you got to be mindful of those. But I also get exactly why she yeah. was carrying. I just, that's that's where it's like I, you know, I, I believe that different states should be able to have different rules and everything like about a lot of things. But that's where it gets tough, right? Is she's completely legal to be carrying how she was where she lives in Florida, but not in New Jersey. Uh, it looks like they, she thinks it's going to be. I, I just read the fightful headline. I don't pay for fightful, but no. um, it looked like she way. believes that she'll get uh, get it removed because of that. I think I think she has a good reason. So we'll see yeah, on totally. that. Um, <laughs> my news of the week is uh, Chris and his Twitter fingers getting us uh, in a little <laughs> bit of a little bit of trouble. Twitter fingers turning the trigger turning fingers, trigger fingers and, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you got that reference. Uh, <laughs> Of course. So, so Chris put out his uh, his rampage review on Friday or on Saturday morning, I guess, for from Friday. Started a buzz. And, uh, 
and tagged uh, Lance Archer in it. And it just said, Lance Archer returns with an exclamation point. So to me, I felt like the tweet implied we're excited that Lance Archer's back, which we are. Right. Um, you know, it's he's a, he's great to remind everybody. Everybody dies. Um, he's <laughs> uh, usually means a, a return of uh, Jake the Snake. And also, I actually yeah, do that's think good to see. Lance Archer was a guy that Sean and I both uh, despised until that uh, G one where it started. Uh, uh, he faced um, Will Osprey. That. That G1, he just had a great run, and we we're like, oh shit, he's more than just uh, well, well, part of the, the squad killer elite squad. Yeah. Not the killer so, elite squad. Um, yeah. So Lance Hoyt or Lance Archer reads the tweet, went to the site, checked out the uh, site, wrestlingleaders.com. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got your data now. Uh, <laughs> and he um he saw that Chris gave him a one star on his match and uh, then tweeted at us. uh, What did I not have enough spots for you? LOL. Uh, (laughs) Which I was like, I I couldn't tell if he was being serious or not. Um, All Chris did is literally, Uh, if you read our rubric, uh, which we got a rubric for that. And it says that on the page, every uh, single television squash is always a one. It doesn't mean it's bad. doesn't mean we don't get why they do it doesn't mean mm-hmm. anything we're just rating it on our on our rubric we're we're beholden to rules you know what i mean just like hands up you know yeah, yeah exactly we, we can't do anything about it that's on the <laughs> yeah. state that's a it's a michigan law <laughs> and so we uh <laughs> we we got so many people tweeting us luckily a lot of people get it uh like literally people are like well, i think they're just they're calling a squash squash which is what we were doing um, had some other people saying that based off the name of our podcast, they think that we're more into routines than wrestling, which mm. I don't understand what that means in the context of us rating a squash match, a one star. Um, when, when somebody said, pointed out that it was a squash, Lance made a weird joke about it, not being a squash. It was a squish. Um, so I think he, he was in it's on it. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it was weird. I don't respond to people on Twitter because uh, no, I that's just the last thing. rather uh, headbutt a knife. I just have no <laughs> desire to do that. And so we just kind of let it play out. I've still been getting um, notifications the last few days of people that are like interacting with it. Uh, my residuals. I guess if I'm going to give a response, it's there's no... There was no insult there, um, and I we, we put your picture on the page too. Like, yeah, we're, clearly, we're a fan. I I felt like I felt like we implied excitement. Um, good on Chris for getting us some engagement there. Uh, that guy on social media just it was just yeah. I, uh, the guy's trouble Instagram. whether it's an Instagram search or a Twitter Instagram post. king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. We will uh, keep an eye on that and we'll continue to tag wrestlers we think are going to be sensitive, apparently, because now I get why people do. I get clickbait now. I hate clickbait articles. Uh, I hate all of it, but I get it. <laughs> it's, apparently, it's what gets the engagement. Spark a fire. Um, speak, and it also sparked a fire of anxiety in my, in my mind because, like I've said before, my biggest dream is for this podcast to get big enough for us to you know make money off of it. Um, but my second biggest... Uh, or my biggest nightmare is also this podcast getting big enough for us to make money off of it. So, you've got that. Uh, um, you got that Dark Knight flood button just in case this this gets caught. Where we yeah. got to get out of here. I'm just going to nuke everything one day. Burn it all. Uh, 
Well, let's move on to our match of the week. Uh, we were on the same page this week, but Sean, how about you uh, talk about it first? Kick it off. Yeah, that face of the revolution ladder match, it really worked out being on TV. I think it kind of set like a, a sense of desperation for wanting the the chance at the title, uh, title match shot, whatever they're going to get next week. Uh, instead of just like at the uh, if it was on the pay-per-view, it would either get just pushed to a side, jammed in the beginning or at a certain spot and just felt like rushed for time, not actually just emotionally desperate wrestlers trying to get a, a shot of gold. Uh, crazy spots throughout the whole thing. I I truly thought Sammy Guevara was finally dead uh, with that Andretti spot. Uh, wrong, I guess wrong phrasing. Sorry about that. But uh, and then right to follow that commander and uh, Takeshita doing the Blue Thunder bomb off the, the ladder set up. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Uh, would have loved Takeshi to win. Hobbs winning is pretty cool. Uh, I just don't understand having a title match at the pay-per-view this weekend, and then the winner has to face the winner of this match next Wednesday already. just kind of makes you know that they're not going to win. Or I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it, but love the match. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. So I'll, I'll start with the positives. Amazing match, uh, spot-wise. Uh, and I... I thought that there was like four or five times where I saw somebody break a bone <sighs> for real? somehow they didn't actually, uh, commander was insane that running the ropes tope that he hit the shooting star press onto the ladder that didn't break on AR Fox. Cool. Um, you know, and then Hobbs was brutal. He got a big pop, very enjoyable match. I agree that Matt, I think that that match belongs on the go home show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better than a buy-in. I, I will, it's I think interest. first of all the buy-in like this isn't meant as an insult we're going to talk about eddie kingston in the few in a little bit later but the buy-in to me is like the eddie kingston spot give him his dream matches let him do whatever he wants mm-hmm. uh let him talk a little bit sell the pay-per-view right before right before um you know you go off youtube but i i just feel like this it felt like it meant more having it be on dynamite go home show versus the uh, the buy-in or something like that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but totally. is this the first time that the face of the ladder match was for the TNT cha- yeah. challenging? Because isn't I it usually for the big been, title? Yeah, they do the the Diamond Roy Battle Royal for the, the, I guess, I don't even know, for the Diamond Ring, but nothing was ever for the TNT, so this is definitely a first. Yeah, okay. Because I think it's usually for the, for the big title, which none of these guys were, are going to win that. Like, that, I don't, so I like that. It, I like it being the TNT title because it actually feels like, okay, the person who wins this could feasibly win the TNT title. Um, it does feel a little bit weird because you look at it, you go, okay, Hobbs is a heel. So that probably means Wardlow's winning on mm-hmm. Saturday. So it's Wardlow versus Hobbs. But then why did you ever take the title off of Wardlow? And oh, I guess he was hurt a little bit, but you could have done something. I, it just feels like they are hot potatoing titles in a weird way because then Darby won it and then, or, and then Joe won it and then Darby won it and then Joe won it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like an odd mixture right now. And also I don't get why is Hobbs gone? Like you do the book of Hobbs stuff for a couple of weeks. He's then basically just gone. And then you bring him back in his hometown to win the face, the revolution match. I don't like that it is a tr- such a trope. Like, 
I hate that in, in WWE, you know that a hometown person is going to lose every time. Lose every time. I hate that in, in AEW, you know that the hometown person is going to win. Like you can mm-hmm. have, you, you don't have to have them win every time. And uh, that, nope. that's just a frustration for me right now because it felt a little bit telegraphed in that. And it felt it, it should have been telegraphed because, because Hobbs has been dominating week to week on dynamite leading up to this, you know, how you'll see somebody get built up for the Royal rumble, but it was literally just because you're like, well, he's a golden state guy. So of course, of course he's going to win happy for him. It's going to be a great beef slam, whether it's uh, Samoa Joe or Wardlow. Um, I'm going to get in trouble for saying beef slam. I got in trouble for that last week, but oh, that's a beef slammer. That's yeah, that's you got to call it what it is. Um, but you wanted to talk about nightmares earlier with the, the show getting popular, climbing up that ladder and like standing on the top bream while you had Rick Knox and all them like hanging on to the bottom. It's not of worth it. a title shot. That that's a nightmare. That's yeah. oh my gosh, good for him. Yeah, for that was kind of goofy to see like four Rest referees holding it for him for a heel. Um, it just didn't make sense. But I will say, yeah, that I would just choose to not win. I'd be a commander, also, just jump and get that or something. <laughs> I I kind of missed the start of it, dude. Did I miss Eddie Kingston? Like, I don't understand what happened with that. Him and, or, him and Ortiz just started fighting right away, which I didn't even know that they weren't. I thought they were still friends. And then they, they just friends. went out. They just went and fought in the back. That's so weird. Because then I saw Ortiz like randomly late in the match. And then that was it. I'm like, oh, but where's Eddie Kingston? I, I thought Eddie Kingston would have been a good one to win this to face probably MJF later on and down the road. But yeah, just not for TNT. It didn't make sense. Yeah, very odd, but um, still a great match. I, I there were some very insane spots. Uh, I think everybody in that match hates being able to walk normally, so <laughs> I think they will be happy to know that they cannot after that. Um, but the the spill that Sammy took was brutal. Um, that, like I said, that that's <laughs> shooting star press onto Ar Fox. I don't know who that hurt the most, but it definitely hurt the ladder the least like just just <laughs> brutal um, that was so brutal. kudos to all those guys for putting on a show um yes. let's move on to the moment of the week um i i originally really liked the uh the moxley uh promo in the back just the great shot on the staircase with the blood right after a match it just really really hit some emotions hard but right at the end the last it got shoved into like the last eight minutes of tv they had uh danielson coming out and really giving it to mjf and even when mjf kind of feigned like he was going to come down to the ring just kicking it up even a little more notch when just saying i'll kick your fucking head in for real and Mm. really kind of gave it to a a sense that i feel like we there was a a article or report a while ago that brian danielson didn't really have interest in winning the big gold belts at uh, AEW is more of just work with the great talent, but it's kind of gotten to a point where they can do a, a little bit of a work shoot, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Um, real life st- stories and the promos to, uh, to hype it up, to make it kind of feel like he wants to and really got my, uh, my blood raised at 10 PM. So made it good to go to bed, but got me really peaked for this uh, 60 minute Ironman. We'll, we'll see you on Sunday. It was good. I would just say uh, it, it felt weird cramming in the last five minutes after the the after a commercial ladder match, yeah, uh, and after a commercial break, and um, it does like it. It makes it feel like a shame that this isn't a year into MJF's reign because if it was, that so would have given me like, okay, I think Danielson can do this, 
mm-hmm. but I, it still just feels like it'd be way too soon. And it doesn't really make sense that he would be losing here or that, that MJ is just be losing it here. The story just doesn't, isn't hitting. Like he, I feel like it, it would with MJF as the champion to start. And it just, it'd almost be nice to, to get rid of it already, but they can't do that. I do love that Burberry belt though. Uh, <laughs> moving on to my moment. Uh, it was another promo. It was, uh, of another former WWE star. Oh. Uh, but Christian Cage, I fucking loved his promo. The guy is He's just there. a heat Seeker. magnet. Yeah. Fucking send him to fucking Michigan. It's it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Uh, it would be fucking bright and sunny with how much he's getting. <laughs> uh, he's just because so good. Like his ability to make people hate him, get booze. Um, it's funny. Like the whole like shitting on a city thing. It's obviously a. Uh, Easy, a uh, played out trope, but he does. He just, I love that he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. First things first. Let me just say that San Francisco fucking sucks. And like, <laughs> like stupid stuff like that. Great. Um, having you know, to me, uh, despite what I just said about him being a great heel and having great heat, he is the biggest baby face in the company right now because he's feuding with Jungle Boy. <laughs> um, I just don't enjoy Jungle Boy. I would love if he would go hang out with Cody in the WWE or something. Um, definitely i just don't want to see him it, when 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 christian was like <laughs> when christian was like this feud was over until i heard jungle boy say that he wanted to win a singles title i was like fuck yeah that's right the second <laughs> he said that he wanted away. to have a title i didn't want him to have a title either no. so uh yeah i just enjoyed it did you have any thoughts on it i was just impressed that he was able to get through the whole promo with all the booze just raining in not a not a single hiccup really really kept it on just yeah. He's a professional. Good old Christian Cage. Yeah. I, I don't think he could do that. No, probably not. Uh, let's move on to our cringes of the week. Sean? Yeah. Right before the uh, the face of the ladder match, uh, they did an angle with the elite coming out, probably to respond to the House of Black coming mm-hmm. coming out on a Rampage. Was that after their match? Okay, let's do it. House of Black does their thing, turns the lights off takes the belts but then within like a matter of five seconds they're already jumping to to the uh we had to prep the the face of the revolution match it just gave it no time to breathe to kind of even have any weight or, or meaning or anything so just they were pressed for time seemed like the whole the whole way but uh just kind of caught me in a a weird mood last night yeah it was just weird it didn't really i i think that it was they came back later it was weird but it because, didn't, yeah. yeah and it, it was weird because it felt like they were like hey we don't have time to run whatever we're gonna run so they like came up with a thing but it, it just didn't play well I, I i enjoyed the the promo that house of black cut afterwards um it just feels like every time there's a house of black thing it's very rushed mm-hmm. which is funny because they have the longest entrance in the world when they actually do fight <laughs> but um my cringe of the week Let's talk more Jungle Boy. His yes. response to Christian, uh, it felt like a Darby video, first of all. Right. That I swear sometimes I feel like Tony has seven ideas. Like he just has seven ideas about wrestling and he just rotates them. He's like, okay, what if we did like a graveyard like kind of scene? Or and then I'll be like, okay, well, what if we made him go through like four or five different challengers before you could get to the guy that you want to fight. 
Oh, that's perfect. Uh, you know, like just like all of those, like it's literally, he just runs back the same six or seven things. Mm-hmm. Jungle boy being in a, doing that. And then it's a no holds barred. Like it would have made sense if they were doing a coffin match or a buried alive match. But also like, it's always weird when, <laughs> when like Christian is out there, like he literally laid out the challenge and then immediately jungle boy has a video package response to him. Yes. I always think that that stuff's weird. Um, he was just waiting for that moment. Yeah. It's just, uh, doesn't make any sense. And what if, what if Christian had just like challenged him to like a lift off or maybe a, a roast battle? Oof. Would he have had a different response? Who knows? I, uh, I just, I didn't enjoy it. I, but part of it's once again, I don't really care. Part of it is the boy. jungle boy bias. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. There is an anti jungle boy bias in this for sure. Um, and also I'm just annoyed that I know I say this, but I thought that jungle boy was going to win their last match. Um, I just know that Christian's losing this one and it mm-hmm. upsets me. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, let's move on to anticipation though. Uh, I'll actually go first because yours is kind of talking about revolution. Um, and then we'll go kind of use that to talk right into, uh, the revolution card. Mine is simply, it's just started 11 minutes ago as of this taping the debut of ROH TV on honor club. Uh, just excited to see what the presentation looks like. I think they did it in the same place that they do AW dark, which worries me, but hopefully the fans were a little bit more lively than mm, an AW dark taping. Uh, excited to see the product, see what they do, see how they build things up to uh, Supercard of honor. Um, a little bit. I've read a little bit of stuff in terms of some spoilers. I tried to keep away from most of it, but I know there's going to be some really good matches. Um, looking forward to seeing Zack Sabre Jr. Um, I always love that. We, we love him love and uh, seeing kind of how they set up some some title matches coming up to uh, Supercard. So I uh, definitely want to check that out. Did you have any thoughts on the ROH tapings or anything like that? Did you see any of it? I have more. Of a, I saw some some spoilers, I guess. Um, I had more of a question. Do we have a, a login and password to Honor Club? <laughs> We do. Uh, remember, I won't say what it was, but remember, Chris sent us his login, and uh, then you sent us a picture of uh, <laughs> Emily's oh, no. response to what his password was. She just had a disgusted oh, look on her face. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, I can remember now. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, what Oof. was your what was your anticipation, Sean? I I'm really looking forward to, even though it was part of my cringe, the the trios match for the titles. Love the House of Black. Finally get to see Brody King with some gold. I imagine I kind of feel like the elite are going to lose the titles here. So, looking forward to it, and along with hosting the uh, the first pay per view of many at my uh, new my new abode. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll hit the I'm local pub. I'm excited to see it. Is uh is foreign correspondent uh bird going to be attending a uh, friend of the show bird uh, foreign correspondent will be here uh we'll awesome. see we'll see about some others we'll know who knows chris nice. is a uh, game time decision well he is a hard maybe right now we so can I'm maybe excited. get him on a jet but we don't know <laughs> uh awesome let's uh let's talk about the card real quick i'm just gonna Break run it down. uh run it down real quick so first we've got ricky starks versus chris jericho with the jericho appreciation society Banned from Bang. ringside. Who do you got winning? Uh, it's got to be Ricky Starks. And hopefully this will be the end of the, the feud. We can just end it here. 
yeah. but Ricky Starks yeah, on the hot track. Yeah, if that's the case, then I think actually the fans win. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, put him on the hot track and uh, get him for a, a title shot soon. Yep. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, then we got the AEW World Trios Tag uh, Championship match. The Elite versus House of Black. Sounds like you're on the uh, House of Black H-O-B. train. Yeah, HOB for sure. I'm. I want it to be House of Black. I'm going elite right now because I just don't know what what the hell they do without the titles right now. They they need to have titles so they can lose them again when CM Punk possibly <laughs> comes back. <laughs> they need titles so they can lose them. Uh, moving on to the women's match, AW Women's World Championship. Oh yeah, Jamie Hayter, Soraya versus Ruby 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 Soho. Oof. what I I don't understand really what Soraya did to get herself into this match, but. Uh, Jamie Hater for sure. I don't know. She's, she's all, a queen. All, all Ruby did was just do the discount double check one time, and they're like, "Well, I guess it's a triple threat." <laughs> okay, sure. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll let you. <laughs> That's like one of those like uh, you just got to be confident. Yeah, ask with confidence, oh. and you will go very far in life. I, I uh, wish yeah, I had that I, sometimes. So I'm sorry. Who did you go with there? Uh, Jamie Hater. Yeah, yeah I'm. I will be sipping on the Haterade hard. I believe yeah. she is gonna gonna win. Hater's gonna um, hate. It, it feels it would be weird for her to lose the titles before we get some sort of like a Brit feud. I think totally. Um, totally. I'm not allowed to guess on this, but uh, will we see some, any uh, some money? Yeah. Will there be any any songs from your um, workout My playlist, playlist playing after that match? Why not? They haven't announced Forbidden Door yet. Use this to maybe do Forbidden Door. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. That could be good. And for those who don't understand, we're talking about Mercedes Monet. Monet. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Fuck that song. AEW TNT Championship. Smojo versus Wardlow. Unfortunately, I think it's Bad Haircut is winning this one, but I'd I'd rather have Smojo win. Yeah, Wardlow has a haircut like he's going around like he's like he's got people to apologize to in his life. Like, you know what I mean? Like he, like he went to he went to rehab and he's like, "All right, I've got some people I've wronged." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh I I think it's Wardlow too. You think Wardlow? Yeah. It it makes sense. Um Texas Deathmatch. I fucking love them having a Texas Deathmatch in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Uh, John Moxley Adam Hangman Page, what do you got? I kind of was torn on this. I, th- I think Hangman Page wins because he he needs something to kind of pick him up. Moxley will continue to be Moxley and always be huge. But Hangman kind of just seems like on the small burner right now. Re- kept on low, nothing really going on. And he's still just yeah. got that weird, uh, like you talked about a couple weeks ago, the weird... Um, Dark Order connection. It just he needs something to kind of kick him up into a, another gear, another story. Yeah, and he I loved his promo too. Uh, you mentioned Moxes yeah. earlier, like the way that he's brought in the actual injury he had. You know, with you know, do I have memory? Nope. <laughs> like, like just the way he's kind of like casually like made you really sad <laughs> about mm-hmm. what happened has been really good. I agree though. I think it's Hangman there. Uh, we've got the AEW Tag Team Championship match. The Guns versus the Acclaim versus Jared and Lethal versus Danhausen and Orange Cassidy. What a what a roster! I let me let me 
comment on this. Go I thought that yeah. they were. I I thought that they were telegraphing way too hard that that fourth team was going to be FTR, and good on them because I did not have my money gotcha, on Danhausen Dan and Cassie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, who do you have in this one? Um, this is a, a true struggle. I don't know. I could somehow see Jeff Jarrett weaseling his way into having some gold, but I I, I kind of think the guns retain this somehow it just seems like such a weird match they'll come and swoop in after the acclaimed hit their uh finishers and roll them up or something i don't know if i'm I'm so put off by this match almost it's just like such a weird pairing and not having ftr it's it's weird because AEW is founded on great tag teams like that was kind of for me one of the big selling points and not that like i think the acclaimed are good i actually think lethal and jared are good but um, no comment on the other two. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's odd. Sorry, Dan um, I don't. You know. You know. I. I keep seeing. I even. I read. The, there's an article about uh, Danhausen oh. in like the Free Press or Detroit News this week because you know, boy. hometown boy. Um, ooh, does that mean they're winning? Hometown. It's his hometown housing. Where? Wait, here. no, I'm wrong. Never mind. I was thinking because they're going to be here and like the tickets are on sale. Never mind. I'm who's an the idiot. High, who's the high one here? Come on. Oh wow. Uh, that's I'm I'm not going to cut that. I want to. That's, but, uh Sorry, I was reading. It was a hype article for the May 10th show, so I was. You got cross mixed, and I get I was it. In my, I get it. I was in my bag. Is that what people say? I think right. I think that's what the kids mean. Yeah. Um, so I am going to go with here. Do you got to change? Do the acclaimed win it again? I really don't want it to be the guns because I don't want to put any holes in your walls. Uh, it's a nice house that you have. Concrete walls in the basement. That's where we'll be. So go <laughs> go right for it. Just slam my head into it. Um, the thing is, is I I'd actually wouldn't be upset with Lethal and Jarrett. I think that Jarrett gets good legitimate heat and I love Jay Lethal. Very much. But it, it, it'd be stupid, in my my opinion, to have the guns have taken the titles off the acclaimed. Like I would have rather just see Jared and Lethal take the titles off of them. No. The, the acclaimed, uh, no. Instead yeah. of yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna totally. go with I'm gonna go with the acclaimed. Winning them back. Well Which yeah. is dumb. They shouldn't be winning them back, but I just I can't I can't it's so stomach weird. guns winning. I can't picture the other two teams winning. So yeah, Dan. Uh, there's nothing to say about Dan Housen and Orange Cass- uh, Cassie. It makes no sense. So It'd be, it makes yeah, me think that Jared and Lethal are going to win because they're the only group that makes sense. Logical credit sense. to Tony. Credit to Tony. I complain is, that things seems, you know, I, they that they seem too uh, predictable. Uh, just what's that? Uh, I think it's Roddy Piper. Uh, just when you think you have the answers figured out, I change the questions on them. Gotcha. Boom. Thing. All right. Lastly, we've got AEW World Championship 60 minute Iron Man match. MJF versus we're, Brian we're Daniels. We're both on agreements. Christian Cage. Oh, yeah. That's not on the screen. I think that's this hard, might not sorry. have been on that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, sorry about that. We're both um, on yeah, I, think, I, I, think, I think Jungle Boy is beating Christian. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what yeah, I meant. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so yes, now the AEW World Championship match. MJF versus Brian Danielson. I think we already talked about this, but yeah, yeah, it's it's too early to lose the title for MJF, and uh, there's more stories to be told. Hopefully, much better ones. Um, but I just I don't know how I see him winning a uh, uh, an a uh, six man Iron Man match. So yeah, I, I would like to see him get his head his fucking head kicked in. Sure, oh, many of times, many of times for sure. What do you have as your Match of the night. Match of the night. Hmm. That's a tough one. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat uh, an Iron Man match, I guess, but uh, probably the Texas death match. That'll be just bloody fun. And uh, Moxley always puts on a good show. Yeah, I think I, I think the Iron Man match it. will be the best, like, most memorable match. What? But I totally think... My- Oh, I'm sorry, no. Huh? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, I would, but I would say that the, the trios match, I think, is actually going to be, that's going to be a fucking barn burner. Yeah. What totally entails a Texas death match other than just like a normal Mox death match? Do you know? I don't know. I saw a Texas death match in Texas and I didn't. Is there going to be like a bull rope somewhere? Yeah, there'll probably be like that or. Cowboy. I don't know. It was just like, yeah, somebody's going to have a cowboy hat at some point. What was that match that they did? Was it with like Dustin and um, it was like a barn house weird match? They did it on Dynamite. I feel like it was during um, COVID times. That I don't was remember a, that. No, I'll, I'll have to find that one. Did it with some big bru- bruiser dude. I can't remember who that was. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't when he faced. Brody, was it? No. Hmm. Oh, I'm looking at up live. But what, well, do you, what, do you, uh, what do you think on the, the you, you said uh, the tr- the trios match? Oh, yeah, I think trios is just going to be just fucking wild. Ta-da. Bucks always put on a show. I can't wait to hear Carry On My Wayward Son. Um, that's, that was, that was, it was nice that like, we got to hear that even, you know, just that little taste like, we got to hear that lights went out, move on I, to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just a couple other, uh, quick hitters. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it. Do you think CM Punk's about to return? That, yeah. I, there's kind of been that talk and it, it just, there's been too many things and too many sightings or happenings and things on social medias and people talking just makes it feel like he's returning, but I'm just not sure I'm still ready for it. Yeah. I, I think he is. I think you keep seeing people that are paid by AW mentioning punk. You saw uh, Mark Henry recently put out some comments about the whole brawl out thing, kind of defending him a little bit. Yeah. Um, some of the You're originals are kind of, some of the AEW originals are, you know, liking tweets that are anti-punk. Uh, punk is even saying shit. He's talking back to fans. The fact that he's still engaging with people when he left WWE, he, you know, he pretty much shunned wrestling for a really long time. And, you know, he just wouldn't even really answer questions about it. It felt like, 
I, we didn't even hear from him on Twitter or Instagram. I don't remember if he was on Instagram, to be honest, uh, at the time. But it was very much he went dark, whereas he seems to still be leaning into things. He'll post pictures with Danhausen or with FTR. Um, I think... I think a return is coming, which if you would have asked me, I think I probably said it six months ago. I thought that there was no chance. Mm-hmm. I thought that he was gone for good, but there's something to this. And if the rumors of Kenny being willing to leave to, to WWE are true, like fuck it, Tony had your bets and you know, you might as well make up with, with punk, get it, get it going. Or maybe it already is made up with him and he's, everything's good. He's just recovering from his injury. Um, why not? If, if Kenny's going to leave regardless after you, you know, brought them back and everything like that, then which Kenny's got every right to do. I don't mean for that to sound like I'm bitter about it, that you might as well bring in, bring in punk. Yeah, I guess Uh, it's just so interesting. It's such a, it seems so fragile as of last fall, but now it's already so quickly. He's almost here. But CM Punk, we'll see. I don't think he's coming back tomorrow or anything or no. not tomorrow, but Sunday. Uh, so I don't want that to sound like what I'm saying. I just think that they are starting to lay the groundwork for a CM Punk return. Um, kind of related to that. The FTR thing, you know, supposedly their contracts are up in April. I was surprised to not see them last night. Yeah. Does that give you any like more of a feeling like of maybe they are actually gone or do you think this is a work shoot type thing? Do you think that they're going to come back with punk? Like where do you have any thoughts there? Oh yeah, that could t- totally be a thing. Uh, especially how, he, how many times Dax has mentioned his friend CM Punk that um, I could see that. I, I don't, I think it's a, a work shoot. I think um, cash posted something on Twitter today of like, do you guys really miss us or something? And it's just, it just seems like it's one of those old tropes. So that's over the fucking work getting, shoot. Yeah. It's, I think it's a total work shoot and we'll see him back in AEW soon. And with punk kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, only just two other quick things. Uh, you sent in a, in the group chat today, a quote from Billy, oh, yeah. Bull, Billy Ray, Bully Ray <laughs> uh, saying when, MJF comes out, you still see smiles on a lot of fans' faces. When Bully Ray comes out, you There's don't no see any smiles. Um, Bully, I just want you to know that that is not the brag that you think it is. Yeah, uh, you're, missing it. you're missing the point, dude. Wrestling in 2023 isn't always like like a good heel. You could be a good heel and still be liked by the fans or still have the fans enjoy seeing you. Um I personally, I don't watch anything that Jake Paul does in this boxing world, even though he's a great, he's a great fucking heel, but he's actually really fucking hateable. Uh, I don't want to, I don't care to pay to see people I genuinely dislike or genuinely am annoyed by that whole trope of, you know, wanting to see the heel get their comeuppance. I do, but I want it to be somebody who I appreciate the character that they're playing rather than, um, you almost ruined ROH because you're an awful booker and you've never had a good wrestling idea. Instead, general, general disdain. That's I. I shouldn't say never because there's great moments. I but, did uh, enjoy. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the Dudley Boys. Who didn't? Um, yeah. That's that was me being bitter. Um, lastly, 
we talked <laughs> we talked about it uh, a little bit earlier about Eddie Kingston. There seems to be a growing number of people online that think that he is the guy to dethrone MJF. I've even seen comments that talk about, you know, he doesn't even have to actually hold the title for a long time, like have him win it at Grand Slam, then he can lose it at full gear. That's the biggest fucking waste of MJF's yeah. title run. Totally. The biggest heel you have, we just talked, talk, the biggest heel you have, and you're going to have him drop it to somebody for like a, uh, I, it's not a nostalgia run, but it's a, yeah. it's like, ah, I like him. No, you need to give it to somebody that's the next star. I fucking love Eddie carry. Kingston. You know, mm-hmm. I think that he would be great as an ROH champion or a TNT champion. Totally. I don't think that he's the guy to carry the, the AEW world championship. And I don't think that he's the guy to dethrone uh, MJF. It's one of those moments for me when I see people saying that is like, oh, yeah, that's why most of us don't have our own wrestling company. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't keep an idea. Thank thank God you're, you know, thank God those people's parents don't own a tier two auto supplier. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, that sounds like a shot at Tony Khan. That's, it's not. I, uh, I, I think Tony's a very smart man and I, 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 like the stuff he does uh, with AEW and outside is very impressive. But yeah, no, but I, I, I would love to see the story. I would love to see everything that they could do MJF and uh, Eddie Kingston, but he's not the one to take the title from that. He would have been a perfect spot to, to win the face of the revolution and, and lose to MJF, but it just, yeah. he can't be the person to take it off. And especially within, within a year of his title reign. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Um, and just having him win to win in Grand, Grand at Grand Slam, almost like in Grand Rapids. Oh, uh, at Grand Slam almost. is just, I don't know, it's just a goofy idea. I will say, if they were to run that, I'm sure it would be a great program. I'm sure I'd be praising the promos week to yeah. week. I just don't think that Eddie is the that person that guy. to elevate the title quite to where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Fucking love him as a wrestler. That's not an insult. Um, it, I just, I feel like it can come off like I'm, in, I'm saying that he's not a good enough wrestler or something like that. I just think that the, you know, once again, a Ricky, I'd rather them run Ricky Starks back in a year and have it, Ricky win it. Um, and to go to someone Christian from, to go from someone like with a magnitude of MJF to Eddie Kingston, where you know it's just going to quickly be a transition, just doesn't. Doesn't yeah, do and, the title any justice in giving it credibility. And and we look at right now Sami Zayn, which I guess no, I'm not gonna say that you can there's not comparisons with him and Eddie. I mean, other uh, than the fact that they're like road warriors, right? Like you look yeah, at a Sami right. Zayn and like the even a Cody right now, and like the fact that WWE has multiple like star faces right now, AEW doesn't have that. And I don't think that Eddie is that. I think you know, Adam Cole, if they actually run him as a face, seems like a likely option if, if it works. For sure. Yeah, um, if it works. I'd love Keith Lee to be that. Totally. Platinum Max. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's plenty of, there's plenty of guys that could do it. Hell, you know, you could really give, give Kenny another run at it. Uh, there's, there's a lot of options. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know. In AEW, Ricky's with Eddie at the top, it just doesn't make sense for like 
for me. And, and it's just a, a comment that I keep seeing. And it feels like one person read that idea and then like everybody just ran with it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Understand the love, but yeah, just don't, we don't see it, but who are we? We're no one. Yeah. We're just fans. Two idiots with a podcast. Three. Um, we're not leaving you out there, Chris. I just didn't want to lump you in and being one of the idiots. So. ATM two. Overall. Yeah, three. Exactly. So overall uh, millions and millions. <laughs> there's there's literally dozens of us. Um so <laughs> that'll do it for the show this week. Um a little bit longer of an episode because we did go ahead and run through that uh the card and like i said earlier at the top of the show we will make sure that we are uh, reviewing the show in a timely manner so most likely monday or tuesday uh, sean we can figure that out on sunday maybe we'll get some opinions of the other guests at the uh casa de nash some, some clients and to entertain exactly so it'll be a fun time um hope everybody enjoys the show this weekend i wish it was a saturday i don't get why revolution's a I sunday know. show it really hurts um, it's weird that that WWE and AEW flopped on that. Like, what the hell started? How where, yeah, where we had AEW on Saturdays and WWE on Sundays, and now WWE loves a Saturday pay per view. I guess because they're not dependent on buys and people go out on Saturdays. But uh, a little bit disappointing for uh, knowing that the show is going to go until midnight. But Ooh. please make sure you're checking out the website wrestlingleads.com. Latest match reviews, articles. Um, once again, I think Chris's article about SummerSlam, that's just one of my favorite, uh, quick ones that we've had. Uh, Chris is a great writer, did a great job on that. Um, also make sure you check out our latest, uh, match reviews. So, um, battle in the Valley, uh, find out why, uh, Reliance Archer hates us. Um, bring it on, big an eye out on, uh, we'll definitely be putting out some ratings on the, uh, revolution show this Sunday as well. Uh, if you ever have any questions, anything that you want us to address on the show, you can feel free to email us from our website. You can leave us a five-star review, and in that review, put a question in there. We're happy to answer it if we remember to look. Uh, or hit us up on Twitter. Um, we won't respond to you on Twitter. I don't do that to anybody. Uh, we'll talk about you next week. Have, but... Yeah, we will We'll bring you up a couple minutes into the show um, <laughs> once we know that you're probably not listening. Uh, but Rick Rude, send us home. Love you, Chris. Hit the music!